You're welcome to Face to Face Broadcast. Enjoy the dynamic teaching ministry of Pastor Tibby Peters, the President of Renaissance Assembly Incorporated. This message will take you from where you are to where you ought to be. is spiritual and that it must be addressed that way. Every future is a product of the previous investments made into it. I'll take that again. Every future is a product of the previous investments made into it. So the future 2019 will be a product of the investments we will make into it through downloading 2019 in these Thursdays. We are going to deliberately make prayer investments towards the year 2019. Our theme for this prayer exercise today, 20th and 27th, is Bethin 2019. Amen. 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 Bethin 2019. That means giving birth to it. Bethin 2019. Our scriptural text is from Isaiah 66, verse 8. And then I would explain. Isaiah 66, verse 8. Let's read it together if you are here or you can hear me. Want to go. Who had heard such a thing and who had seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion traveled, she brought forth her children. Amen. Glory to God. Are we together? Let's read it one more time. Who had heard such a thing? Who had seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? Or shall it, oh, sorry, for as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Amen. Now this is the prophecy of Isaiah. And uh, there's so much in that statement that was made. Glory to God. All right, so what, what do we mean by Bethin 2019? What are we talking about? We're talking about what Isaiah was talking about. Hallelujah. What Isaiah was talking about. Before we come back to our text, follow me through the Bible. I'll just take you through verses of Scripture. I have 30 minutes to do this. And then let's establish why we're doing what we're doing and how we should do it. My first scripture is Proverbs chapter 27, verse 1. Thank you. In Proverbs 27, verse 1, it says, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. This scripture is pointing us to the fact that a day brings forth something. Hallelujah. Are we together? The scripture is telling us that a day brings forth what? Something. That means every day gives birth to something. Every day produces something. So here, although it was a warning that you shouldn't boast about tomorrow, since naturally, ordinarily, you don't know what a day will bring forth. But 
the lesson we're picking from Proverbs 27 verse 1 is that a day, a 24-hour day, brings forth something. Hallelujah. Are we together? Of course, in the natural, we say sometimes it brings good, sometimes it brings bad, but a day brings forth something. Now, if a day brings forth something, remember that a week is a collection of days. Seven days make a week. You also remember that a month is a collection of days. 30 days make a month. We can also boldly say that a year is a collection of what? Days. So we can actually substitute by saying, for thou knowest not what a year may bring forth. Hallelujah. What a year will bring forth. We don't know what 2019 will bring forth. That is naturally speaking. Without any supernatural assistance, without revelation knowledge, without any spiritual help, a man cannot tell what tomorrow will bring forth. I don't know if you've ever been in a place where someone asks you what life would have been like if you were not born again. And then you say, oh, if I was not born again by now, you don't know, you can't even, you don't have the faintest idea what it would have been like if you were not born again. Amen. And then some say, oh, if, you did, if I didn't meet this person, if I didn't hear this message, if, if, if I didn't come in contact with this church or this ministry, I don't know what my life was. I'm telling you, you don't have the faintest idea what it would have been like. Amen. Because you don't know what a day, what a year will bring forth. Hallelujah. There are years that people entered into, and then they discovered that that year was the worst year of their lives. And then there were years people entered into, and they said, when well, this year was the best year of my life. But thank God for salvation. Thank God for the word of God. Thank God for the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That we have a, a, a right and we also have the ability, amen, to partner with God and ensure that a day brings forth God's will, amen. That a year brings forth God's will. Are we together? All right, but I'd just like to show you another scripture that also points in the direction of what a day brings forth. Let's look at um, James chapter 4. I'll read from verse 13 to 16. In, amen. James 4, 13. It says, go to now. Uh, go to now is an old English of saying, look here now, or look, or, or, or pay attention. Ye that say, today or tomorrow, we will go into such a city, and continue there a year, and buy, and sell, and get gain. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, on the morrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeared for a little time and then vanisheth away. For that ye ought to say, if the Lord will. Ever say, if the Lord will. In Latin, it's called Dio Valente. Some people write and say, Divi, I'll be with you, Divi. It's, it's that, that's the scripture that backs it. You know, so say, um, hope I'll be with you, Divi. How many of you have seen that? Someone write that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this from this scripture. For that you ought to say, if the Lord will, we shall live and do this or that. Verse 16. But now ye rejoice in your boastings. All such rejoicing is evil. That's where I stop. But go back to verse 14. In verse 14. He said, whereas you know not what shall be on the morrow. Now, where he's addressing now, it's not just about not knowing what tomorrow is. Even if you enter the tomorrow, even if, sorry, even if tomorrow happens, are you sure you will be in the tomorrow? Amen. Glory to God. You see, there are two things here. One is 
Are you even sure on your own that you will be in the 2019? Glory to God. Then, let's assume you are even in 2019. Can you control what 2019 will deliver to you? Amen. Am I communicating? So, I'm just showing you two scriptures. We looked at Proverbs 27.1 and we looked at James. James is actually almost repeating what Proverbs said. He said, look, go back to verse 13. It starts by saying, uh, go to now ye that say today or tomorrow we'll go into such as uh, by next year I will make money. Oh, next year I will do this. Next year I will marry. Next year I will have this. Next year I will have this. And then I say, is that what you are supposed to say? Amen. You are supposed to say, if the Lord will. Amen. That means that kind of boast should not come from your own calculations and your personal plans. Amen. Are we together? All right, and that's why we are here. That's why we are here. That's why we are having downloading 2019. That our boast will not be a, an evil rejoicing. Amen. Are we together? Remember the story that Jesus told about the fellow that, that um, um, ha, had made a lot of, um, he had just had a harvest and his barns were filled with plenty. Then he said to his soul, oh, rejoice, you know, and, and, so, and, so, and then God answered him and said, thou fool, tonight your soul will be required of you. Why? Because he, the Bible says he gave no glory to God. So the point we're making here is that when a believer spends time praying, seeking the face of God, talking to God about a coming year, that's humility. Amen. Are we together? That's submission. That's humility. That's submission. I know not of any other exercise that marks a man as humble as prayer. Amen. I know not of any exercise that portrays submission to God than prayer. Are we together? I know not of any exercise. So here, downloading 2019 is our submission to God, is our yieldedness to God, and our waiting for his light into the year 2019. 2019 will be dark if God does not give us light. Amen. We will stumble in 2019 if God does not order our steps. Are we together? And we recognize that. And that's why we're having this meeting, downloading 2019, separating time, giving ourselves time away from every other thing to give ourselves to prayer. Um, Peter was saying something. He said we will give ourselves continually. Amen. That means prayer is not a seasonal and occasional thing. Prayer is our lifestyle. Amen. So we're separating ourselves onto prayer individually and collectively as a ministry because we know that that 2019, it will bring forth something. Amen. And we're partnering with God. Say, I'm partnering with God. Say again, I'm partnering with God for 2019. All right. So it's in prayer that we partner with God. Partnership with God is not calling the name of your business after God. Are you understanding me? God Enterprises, you know, Chineke and Sons. No, 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 no. Partnership with God begins in prayer. Amen. It might not be all of prayer, but it begins in prayer. As you spend time praying, you are cooperating with the Spirit of God, amen, to fulfill His agenda. And I know that 2019, as we're praying, God will begin to show us pictures. He'll begin to share things with you. Amen. The Bible said the secret of the Lord belongs to them that fear him. It was said that in Psalm 25. What it means is that the secret of the Lord belongs to those who have reverence. Prayer is a proof of reverence. Amen. Are we together? 
So in that place of reverence, you begin to see and hear things that you ordinarily would not have heard if you didn't spend time praying. Amen. Are we together? All right. Now I'm showing you those two scriptures. Now we'll go back to our text. We'll go back to our text. So a day brings forth something. A year can bring forth something. 2019, there is something heaven wants to birth through you and me in 2019. There is something the year 2019 wants to bring forth. But remember also that just as God has an agenda for 2019, Satan has an agenda which is always contrary to God's agenda for 2019. Which one will fall in your hands? Is it the agenda of God for 2019? Or is it the agenda of the devil for 2019? If you leave your life to chance, definitely the will of God will not, will not materialize in your life. No, it will not. You see, the natural things of this world are like spiritual things. Many things you see, the Bible tells us in Romans, it says that the things that our eyes can see are, they reveal to us the character, the nature of God. Are you understanding me? That means that uh, a man is inexcusable. He cannot say, oh, I don't understand the ways of God. That if you look at natural things, the way the rain falls, the way the sun shines, the way grasses grow, you can learn about spiritual things from natural things. So if you leave yourself to chance, the purpose of God will never just come out. How do we know that? If you get, go to a land where they did not plant anything, what we, you will never see a land they didn't plant anything, producing mango, yam, cash crops. Are you understanding me? It will never happen. Are you understanding me? If a land was not, you didn't plant anything in it, what you will see is weed. Unwanted plants. Are you understanding me? That's what will occupy the place. It will never happen that, oh, they didn't plant anything in the place, and then you just went there one day, and cocoa, cocoa is just growing. Amen. No, 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 no. It will never happen that way. That's how in, the, in spiritual things also, that's the same way it is. If you say, oh, you don't take time to purposely, deliberately plant and invest in prayer, don't just expect that those things are going to happen. They're not just going to happen. Amen. Are we together? So Isaiah 6 verse 8, here in this scripture, the prophet is speaking about something that was used consistently throughout the New Testament. And he said, who had heard such a thing? Who had seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? Then he gives the answer. The answer he's giving is that for you to hear such things, amen. For you to see such things, amen. Did you hear me? For you to hear such things. For you to see such things, Zion must travel. Amen. Are we together? For you to hear such things, for you to see such things, Zion must travel. That's what I say, for as soon as Zion travels, she brought forth her children. Now, what he's saying is that, what are the such things that you, 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 you what are the such things talking about? What are the such things that should be heard? What are the such things that should be seen? He's saying something that naturally will not happen. Amen. Such as the earth's Bringing forth, producing in one day. Now, he's using the concept of planting. Are you understanding me? If you put a plant into the ground, it's not in that same day it will grow. Are you understanding me? It's not possible naturally that you put something in the ground immediately as you are standing there to come out. Amen. He said, who had heard such a thing? Amen. Who had seen such a thing? Amen. He said, is it also possible that you, a nation, amen, a country would just be born at once? Are you with me? Can a nation be born at once? He said, no, no, no. Who has heard such a thing? 
who has seen such a thing? He now said, look. But when Zion travels, you will hear such things. Amen. You will see such things. Glory to God. When Zion travels, if Zion will take time to travel, Zion, you will see such things. You will hear such things. Glory to God. Glory to God. Pray in tongues for a minute. Thank you, Lord. Are the people on the conference call on? Are they on? I have instructions to repeat what I just said. Now, listen to me. I'll say it again. Listen. Isaiah 66, 8 is pivotal. It is pivotal. It is the, the, the anchor, is the wheel on which we are riding everything we're going to be doing throughout these prayer sessions. So understand it. Understand Isaiah 66, verse 8. Let's read it together again. Who had heard such a thing? Who had seen such things? Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Now, coincidentally, this scripture, Isaiah 66, 8, is the first scripture and the first message I preached on the first Sunday service of Renaissance Assembly. The title of the message was Betting Vision. That was the message I preached. July 15, 2001. Amen? Now, so I'm speaking about something that is deep. All right? What is this scripture saying? He said, who had heard such things? Are we together? What are the such things he said he's talking about that were heard? What are the such things he's talking about that are seen? Amen? You know, sometimes you could gloss through a scripture and not catch the spirit of what the scripture is saying. And that's why God's word has to be taught and preached. Amen. Okay? Because in the teaching and preaching of God's word, light comes to your heart. So, what are the such things that are to be heard? What are the such things that should be seen? Amen. First thing I establish here is that the such things to be heard and seen are things that naturally will not happen on their own. Amen. That's why I say, who had heard such a thing? They will not happen on their own. That's why nobody has heard it. Nobody has seen it. And instead of giving an example, shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Meaning, naturally speaking, you cannot take a, um, uh, a seed, of a mango seed, and plant it in the ground, and then that same day as you are standing there, it will grow. Who had heard such a thing? Amen. Who, who, who had seen such a thing? Glory to God. You cannot take, take um, the seed of a bean, a bean seed and plant it and stand there right in front of you. It starts shooting out from the ground. Who had heard such a thing? Who had seen such things? Then he went further to explain, shall a nation be born at once? Did you hear that a country just immediately, you know, somebody just gave birth and gave birth to a country? Doesn't it take years? Amen. Are we together? Now, in these two illustrations, he's talking about... How time can be defied. Amen. Are you understanding me? That's what he's talking about. So it says, shall a nation be born at once? Amen. These are the things. Say, who had heard such a thing? Who had seen such a thing? That means that if you want to hear such things, and you want to see such things, Zion would travail. Amen. Amen. It's the travail of Zion that makes us hear such things, that makes us see such things, where the earth brings forth in one day, where a nation is born at once. Hallelujah. Amen. 
is the travail of Zion. The secret to hearing and seeing such things is the travail of Zion. Amen. And that's why we have gathered to Amen. That Zion will what? Travail. Amen. Because he didn't say, he said, for as soon, as soon as Zion travails, she brought forth, hallelujah, she brought forth her children. Those are the kind of things that come out of Zion. Amen. Those are the kind of things that happen in Zion. That in Zion, the earth brings forth in one day. In Zion, amen. In Zion, the nation is born at once. Glory to God. Are we together? Now, I just want to bring you back to another thing here. He's talking about the things you will hear and see. Amen. That means that when Zion travels, hearing and seeing will be happening. Amen. amen. Glory to God. You'll be hearing and seeing. Have you not noticed in your own personal life that anytime you set out time to extend a period of time in prayer, you start hearing, you start seeing. Amen. Why were you not hearing and seeing before? Because that principle, amen, that fundamental principle of traveling has not been fulfilled. Amen. All right. Now, I, I, I'm just introducing Isaiah 66 8 to you. Now, but you see that Isaiah 66 8 is replicated throughout the New Testament in different ways mentioned, and Paul takes that truth and brings it into the New Testament and begins to explain that, look, 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 everything that we're doing here is based on this travail in prayer. Amen? Yeah. All right, so sometimes he might have used the word labor, but see, the concept here is the concept of a woman giving birth to a child. Amen? Are you listening to me? That's the concept that was used here. A woman giving birth to a child. That the same way, that's why I told you, I said natural things are explanation of some spiritual things. Amen. That how does God bring a human being into this world? Amen. Everything that came into this world, amen, after he created man, everything he brought into this world through man had to be born. Amen. amen. Are we together? Every human was pushed out. That means that for every human to be born, somebody had to be in labor. Are you understanding me? That means labor is a fundamental principle for birth. Amen. Amen. Are we together? So it's in the concepts, in that concept that this scripture is telling you that Zion also, for everything that heaven wants to get, give birth to on earth here, there has to be someone that will take the responsibility to labor and birth it. Amen. So 2019, you want to bet 2019? Amen. The same principle. You will labor in prayer and bet 2019. Amen. Listen to me. The 2019 that you will have is the one you gave bet to. Amen. Amen. Are we together? That's the one you will give is what you will have. You will have what you gave bet to. The language used was that as soon as I am private, she brought forth her, her children. Amen. Her children. Are you listening to me? So 2019 will be your own child. Amen. Are we together? It will be what you gave birth to. And that's why we're gathered here. In this process of birthing, the Holy Ghost helps us. Amen? The Holy Ghost helps us. He helps us in prayers. For we know not what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit helpeth. Are you understanding me? He helpeth our infirmities. And then we birth these things. So this 2019 coming, it's it's, it's not in your hand. It's in your prayer. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Are we together? And you understand that. Now, I just want to show you, uh, I have five more minutes. I just want to show you a few more scriptures here. Um, let's look at Galatians 4.19. In Galatians 4.19, Paul clearly was using an illustration lifted from Isaiah 6 verse 8. 
He was talking to the Galatian church. I know he had some issues with them. Let's read together. I want to go. My little children, of whom I travel in birth again until Christ be formed in you. Some scriptures are not just saying something. They are also pointing you to something else. This is one of such scriptures. This scripture is not just telling, Paul is not just telling them something. Paul is also communicating that, hey, how the Galatian church was born in the first place was by prayer. Amen. Are we together? It's not just that he went there and preached. No, 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 no. Before he went there to preach, he had given birth to them in prayer. That's why he said, I travel in birth again, 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 again. If there is an again, then there was a before. Amen. Yes, Am I communicating? If there is an again, then there is a, a before. If I say, you have come here again, what am I implying? That you've been here before. Are you as enemy? Yes, so for Paul to say, I travel in birth again, it means he had traveled in birth before. Glory to God. So we see that how Paul was able to administer over all the churches. So when Paul tells them, he said, I'm praying for you. I'm Fishian Church, Colossian Church. You will now understand why. Amen. Because most of those churches, it was as soon as Zion travailed, they were brought forth. Amen. They were brought forth. So we saw, we can see from this scripture and several other scriptures that Paul believed in travailing in birth, travailing in prayers. Hallelujah. And in this case now, he was not praying for them to be born. He was praying for them to be, for Christ to be formed for spiritual maturity. Are you as enemy? Still, he went back to the place of prayer. Hallelujah. Amen. That means that the, the Christian, the Christian is a product of prayer. Are you as enemy? Ultimately, the believer is a product of prayer. If somebody doesn't take the responsibility to pray for you or you pray for yourself, you will never turn out to be all that God wants you to be. Amen. It's in line with Colossians 4 where he said, look, Epaphras is one of you. Liberate fulfilling for you in prayers that you may stand perfect and complete in all the will of God. Meaning that standing perfect and complete is a product of fervent prayers. Amen. Amen. Now, but that's not the direction we're going. Our direction here is that for us individually, 2019, we're betting 2019. We're betting 2019. Amen. Glory to God. And so as we yield ourselves to prayer, we recognize this principle of Isaiah 6 verse 8, that yes, the earth will be made to bring forth in one day. A nation will be born at once. Because Zion will travail. Amen. I don't know about you, but I will travail. Amen. I will cooperate with the Holy Ghost and travail. Say that with me. Say, I will cooperate with the Holy Ghost and travail. Now, travail is not something somebody does on his own. Amen. But travail has the path that the Holy Ghost plays in travailing. Amen. Your own path is to yield yourself to God. Sometimes you start out praying, then the Holy Ghost empowers you. Amen. It strengthens you. So, that's why we are gathered here today. As we start out, we have different sessions. We're going to pray in tongues for about an hour. Uh, that's the next session we're getting into. Uh, we're going to pray in tongues. This first lap of prayer is what we call warm-up. Amen. Personal edification. Are we together? Personal edification is warm-up. And then we'll have other sessions. Then we'll enter 
prayers with scripture, and so on and so forth, will be done by 8.15. Amen. Glory to God. All right, so let's um, um, just put up the scripture. I'm done with my exhortation, my opening charge. Amen. Let's put up the scripture so we can pray in tongues. First uh, Corinthians 14, I'll just read 1 through to 4. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Now, the principle about this is that don't sit all through and ensure that when you're praying, you stand up at times, you move around, you sit down. Are you understanding me? Don't take a sleeping position lest you will sleep. Amen. All right. So um, you make sure that you're changing position. You don't just sit for one hour. If you are praying for one hour in tongues, you could sit for 30 minutes and stand for 30 minutes. Okay. You could break it 15, 15 minutes, whatever. But make sure that your body, uh, your postures, amen, are helping give expression to what is in your heart. Amen. Are we together? If not, your body will start leading you. Okay? Let's read one to four, and then we'll start praying in tongues, and um, others will come and take charge. Let's read together. One to go. Follow after charity and desire spiritual gifts, but rather that you may prophesy. Verse two. For he that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaketh not unto men, but unto God, for no man understandeth him. How be it in the spirit he speaketh mysteries. Verse three. But he that prophesied speaketh unto men to edification, exhortation, and comfort. Verse four is my emphasis. Let's read it aloud. He that speaketh in an unknown tongue edifieth himself, but he that prophesied edifieth the church. Let's rise to edify ourselves this morning and this afternoon, rather. Just begin to pray in other tongues, just speak in other tongues to edify yourself. Thank you for listening to this message. If you have been blessed, you can reach us by email on info at faithtofaithonline.org or call us on 234-806-361-3560. You are big, blessed, and loaded. Take it